Thank you for tuning in to the Legacy Church Podcast. We hope this message inspires and encourages you. Amen. Who's ready for the word today? Amen. Open up your word with me to Psalm chapter 23. We are closing out this series today. I hope this series has touched your heart. I hope you've been just empowered by this word. I hope you see it in a new new way. We're closing it out this week in verse 6. But Psalm chapter 23, verse 1, it starts off saying that the Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That first statement was in week one. All of these messages are on our social media sites. Week one, the Lord is my shepherd. It was a statement about us releasing control to the Lord. When you say the Lord is my shepherd, you are loosing control to the Lord. You are saying, I can't do this on my own. I need you. The Lord is my shepherd. Week two, verse two, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. It was a week when we were talking about rest and learning how to spiritually rest, not to be lazy, but to rest, to Sabbath. And whenever we learn how to spiritually Sabbath, the words says that there are blessings that are tied to those that know how to spiritually rest. Verse three, week three, was he restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That week was all about being righteousness, being right with the Lord. And in verse four, week four, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It was the week where we were discussing about, yea, though I walk through the valley, learning how and knowing how to see God in the middle of your story, in the middle of your valley, in the middle of of where you are at, learning how and knowing the importance of seeing God in the middle of it all. Week five, verse five, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil and my cup runs over. Week five was all about the enemies. How many of you remember that word from last week? It was a word about enemies. If you miss that word, you need to get it. You need to watch it. It is a word about the enemies because enemies are just as a necessity in your life as friends are. Amen. Because enemies mark, uh, enemies make an announcement that the end of a season is here and something new is starting in your life. And this week where we're going is verse six. It says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all of the days of my life. And we're really focusing in right here that says, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This is a message that is a little different than what I normally speak, or at least I feel like it is because this message is just so simple today. It is so basic and so simple, but it is so simple that we need to be reminded of it. And it is about eternity, where we are spending eternity. It's about heaven. And if I were titling this message, I would title it 
Don't you want to go? Or as some of you say it, don't you want to go? Don't you want to go to heaven? Because change is coming. Change is here. If you don't like change, you probably hate life right about now. Because if you are like me, it is like every moment that you wake up, you are wondering what has changed. If you are a parent of a school-aged child, every time you get that email or that phone call, you are wondering what has changed today. How can I get COVID today? How can I not get COVID today? Now I can kiss somebody and not get COVID. You know, it's what is changing today? What is happening? Because change is always happening around us. 2 Corinthians 4, 16 through 18. Just jot that down. That word says, therefore, we do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we do not look at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporary. Things that you can see, everything that you can see is temporary. In other words, it will pass away. It will break down. Your brand new shoes, guess what? They are temporary. Your brand new home, it is temporary. If we don't take care of this building one day, this, this roof will collapse. It is temporary. Everything that you see, but it says, but the things which are not seen are eternal. If you cannot see it, it is of the spirit. And that is what matters in the heavenlies. Amen. Things of this earth, things that you can see, things that you can touch, see, taste, or smell, anything that you can wrap your senses around will pass away. It is not eternal but it is temporary. It will change. It will not be with you in eternity. Have you ever thought about eternity? Have you ever just sat down and tried to think, process eternity? It is really impossible for our minds to go there because we have never, ever seen it. Our minds cannot comprehend eternity. If you've never thought about eternity, you should really be thinking about eternity because guess what? Eternity is your next chapter. If you are praying and want to know what's next for you, guess what is next? One thing that is next for you is your eternity. And guess what? How you live today, how you live now will determine where you spend eternity. I told you this is basic today. How you live today, the decisions that you are making today will determine how and where you spend eternity. And I want to make it clear to us today that not everyone will spend eternity in heaven. Jesus, the part of the Godhead, Godhead is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Trinity. Jesus, the part of the Godhead that to a lot of people is symbolic of love and grace and mercy. He teaches about this. He makes it clear. In the New Testament, everyone thinks all the judgment is in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, it is made clear that not everyone will spend eternity in heaven. It is not a popular statement. It is not a popular belief by some. There are some 
new age preachers that now will preach that there is no hell, that everyone will spend eternity in heaven. And that is not true according to the word. Amen. It is not true. And even by me saying this today, I'm putting myself out there, whether it's going through live stream or through our podcast, I'm putting myself out there to be criticized and be categorized. And while this is not a statement of race, this is not a statement of economic status for those for those that for, for those things don't even determine your eternity. Amen. But this is simply a true statement that we all need to be reminded of on a daily basis. We need to be reminded that when we draw our last breath, whether it may be today, whether it may be next week, whether it may be 20 years from now, we will spend eternity in one of two locations. Hell is real. It's real. If you've been through our legacy track, you're learning our beliefs and our belief statements, we say we believe in heaven and we believe in hell. Hell is real. Real. It is a real place. It is found in the Bible. It is, it is, it is, it is a part of, of, of our beliefs that we believe that it is real. It is not a popular topic to be speaking about. It is not good for your ratings right now. It's the, it's the bad place. It's the place where no one, where, where, where no one wants to go and so many people don't even believe in it. It's the bad place. It is described, the way it is described in the Bible is so hard to digest. The way that it is described in the Bible, it's hard to understand. It is a place in the Bible that is described as an unquenchable fire. In the Bible, it is described as an unquenchable fire. It is described as misery and torment for ever for eternity. It is described as a place of agony, of pain. There has been no image on earth that you have ever seen in the history books, images that you have seen on the nightly news that will be able to compare to what the state of hell will be like. It's real. The other option for your eternity is heaven. It's not just a place up in the sky, but the word of the Lord says that one day heaven will come down to earth as we've been singing about today and we shall reign with him on earth forever. It's his word. And I am so confident of these two things today. I am so confident that there is a heaven and that there is a hell. I am so confident in your, uh, that we will spend eternity in one of these destinations. I am so confident in that, that it is my utmost calling as a pastor to make sure that if you were to pass from this life today, you would definitely spend your eternity in heaven. But it's not only my calling, it is your calling also to make sure that those people that are in your home, those people that you work with know that heaven is real and that hell is real and that it is your, it is a calling for us to make sure those around us know that they will spend an eternity in heaven. Time is ticking. Things are changing. We could very well be living the last chapter of our life. The question is, do you know Jesus Christ? I don't care who you're voting for. Do you know Jesus Christ? I don't care which side of the aisle you're sitting on. I just want to know, do you know Jesus Christ today? Do you know him? You will be in eternity one day. 
Do you know Jesus? Heaven. Heaven is a special place. Do you know that there is no one alive today that knows all the details of heaven? There have been people that say they spent 90 minutes in heaven. Guess what? They still did not see all the glory of heaven. There is no one alive. John the Revelator, he was called up into the heaven, and guess what? He still did not see all the glories of heaven. No one alive knows all the glory and knows everything about heaven. Listen to this. This is what heaven is going to be like for you. Each day of eternity, something new will be revealed to you. Wow. A mystery that was a mystery, a secret on earth will be unlocked to you every day of heaven. Wow. Don't you want to go to heaven? All of your questions will be answered day by day. Every minute of heaven, you will have an aha moment in heaven. Wow. Every minute, every time you turn around and catch a new glimpse of glory, it will be like an aha moment. The Bible says that there are these creatures. This is how crazy heaven's going to be. There are creatures in heaven that are covered with eyeballs. Don't that sound like heaven? It's in the word. They were covered with eyeballs. Why would they need to be covered with eyeballs? Because as they circle the throne, every time they catch a new glimpse of his glory, they catch a new glimpse of his mercy, they catch a new glimpse of his grace, they catch a new glimpse of the blood that he shed, they catch a new glimpse of, of who he is, they see him every time they circle the throne. They catch a new glimpse of something that they've never seen about the King of Kings. Wow. That will be what heaven is like. Every day, something new will be revealed to you. There will be new revelations every single day. You will receive more revelation in a day than if you were to go to a four-year seminary. Moments like that, you will catch more revelation. Things that could not be put into words. Words that John the Revelator could not pen and could not be contained by the human mind. Whenever you step into it, will there, there be conceived our minds can't gather it. And as soon as we feel like we have heaven figured out in eternity, our minds lose focus and we try to do it again. Heaven will be a place that no one knows all the glory of it. It is so hard to grasp what all will be in heaven. Sometimes I have found it more helpful for us human beings because if you start reading Revelations, some people will get lost in just about five seconds. I have found it more helpful sometimes to us human beings to find to not only talk about what will be in heaven, but it is so much easier for us to understand what will not be in heaven. And whenever I read the list of things that will not be in heaven... My shouting shoes start to get happy when I start reading all the things that will not be in heaven. Revelation 21.1 says, some of you won't like this one. It says, there will be no sea there. You thought you were going to rest by the beach all your life. It says, there will be no sea there. There will be a river that we've been singing about. But there will be no sea. In other words, since there is no sea in heaven, there will be no tsunamis, no hurricanes, no typhoons, no more mass fatality casualties due to natural disasters. Don't you want to go to heaven? Revelation 21.4 says, 
Not only will there be no sea, but it says there will be no Kleenex in heaven. Praise the Lord. There will be no tear ducts in heaven. The word says that he will wipe away every tear from your eye. You will not need a hanky. There will be no sinus issues in heaven. Praise the Lord. There will be no crying in heaven. Why? Because the word says that he shall wipe all the tears from our eyes. Kleenex will not be allowed through the gate. And since there are no tears, guess what that means? There will be no more funeral homes, no more caskets, no more graves, no more dying. There shall be no more death there, no more sorrow, no crying parents will not have to bury their child again it will be heaven don't you want to go there no more drug stores no more CVS have you been to CVS lately no more CVS, no more hospitals, no more doctor's offices, no more prescriptions, no more chemotherapy, no more painkillers. Why? Because there will be no pain in heaven. Don't you want to go there? Go ahead and rejoice about it. There will be no liars, no murderers, no unbelievers there, no fear, no witches, no black magic on the streets of heaven. Don't you want to go there? There will be no U-Hauls in heaven. You will never have to move again. There is no such thing as rental property in heaven, but you will own a piece of heaven. You will never have to move again. The word says, John 14, verse two through three, it says, in my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there you may be also. He said, I'm preparing a mansion for you, a house for you. And we get caught up and want to know what the mansion will look like. Will it really be a mansion or will it be like a little cabin over the corner of glory land like the hymn says? What's it going to be? I don't think, I really don't think it's going to be brick and mortar. I think a lot of you are going to be upset because you think you're going to have shiplap up in there. No, it's nothing going to be like, Chip and Joanna is not going to decorate your mansion, okay? It's going to be nothing like that. It will be nothing of this world. Praise God. This mansion will look nothing like a mansion of this world. I really don't think it's going to be brick and mortar. I really don't think it'll look anything like earth. But guess what? Who cares about the dimensions? Because if God builds it, it will be glorious. It will be of heaven. Listen, there will be no clocks in heaven. All of you that are always late, praise the Lord. You'll be on time. There will be no time in heaven. All of us that are always early, praise the Lord. We won't have to get mad anymore. Everybody will always be on time. Don't you just, can't, I can't stand on people that are always late. But in heaven, it will be no more. Time, there will be no time. We can't, we, we, we can't conceive that. With the Lord, it says one day is like a thousand years and a thousand years is like one day with the Lord. Wow, eternity. There will be no more calendars. You will not have to keep a calendar ever again. You will never have to tell Alexa to remind you to do anything. Siri will not be needed up in heaven. Praise the Lord. Don't you want to go? 
There will be no lights in heaven. There will be no night because God will be the light. You will not need a light up in heaven. There will be no light switches. There will never be a night. There will be no courthouses, no nursing homes or battlefields. Don't you want to go to heaven? There will be no schools, no welfare offices, no police stations. There will be no waiting rooms. There will be no psych wards, no operating rooms, no fire stations, no ambulances. Don't you want to go to heaven? There will be no collection agencies, no banks, no IRS. Praise the Lord. There will be no poverty, no beggars, no hungry children, no war. Don't you want to go to heaven? There will be no separation, no anger, no hate, no jealousy, no failure, no shame, no abuse, no abandoned children, no crack houses, no politics up in heaven. Don't you want to go? There will be no blind eyes in heaven. There will be no deaf ears in heaven. There will be no disabilities in heaven. There will be no decaying bodies. There will be no wheelchairs in heaven because the word of the Lord says, you shall have a new body. Some of y'all should praise the Lord. Philippians 3.21 says, Who shall transform this lowly body that may be conformed to his glorious body according to the work by which he is able to subdue all things to himself? 1 Corinthians, Paul tells people, guess what? The, the body that went into the grave is not the body that will come out of that grave. Why? Because it will be a glorious body. Look at your spouse. One day they'll have a glorious body. Your lips will be perfect. Your hips will be heavenly. You will not need anything tucked or plucked ever again. You will not have to blame anything else on your thyroid. It's always thyroid's problem. If you've got a problem, it's the thyroid. You will never need another juice cleanse again. You will never ever need to go on a diet again. Apple cider vinegar will not be allowed through the gates of heaven. There will be no Weight Watchers in heaven. There will be no point system in heaven. You will no longer have to push this up or push this down or tuck that in. Guess what? Dad bods will finally be in. They will be the trend in heaven. Dad bods will be the trend in heaven. Why? Because we will all have a body like our Heavenly Father and it will be perfect and it will be glorious. You will have a new body. Don't you want to go to heaven? There will be a lot of things in heaven. I want to name just a few. The Bible is clear that there will be books in heaven. If you are a reader, praise the Lord. If you're not, get ready. It says books. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 says, And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened. And another book was opened, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged according to their works by the things which were written in the books. There will be books in heaven, a library in heaven. One book that's in heaven is the book of living. 
Psalm chapter 69, verse 28 says, there will be a book of living. And this right here, whenever you study it, it appears that it records every person that has lived and their purpose. When God created you in your mother's womb, an angel wrote out your name and your purpose. Why are we fighting for the unborn? Because their name is in heaven with a purpose. An angel, as soon as they were conceived, an angel wrote out your name and your purpose. Wow. Everything that was created in the human being, guess what? God has it penned in the book of living. Then there is the book of life. Revelation chapter 3 verse 5. This, uh, there appears to not just be one book of life. But whenever you're studying, it appears that we all have a book about our life that is recorded in heaven. You have a book about you in heaven. Some of you, that should scare you. Last week, we talked about how we have angels encamped about around us. But did you know that not only angels are protecting and fighting for us, but you have an angel that has been assigned to you as a scribe. And everything about your life, everything that you do, every decision, an angel has recorded it in heaven. Wow. You have a scribe that is following you, recording everything. A third book is the book of tears. Wow. The heart of God. Psalm 56, 8 says there is a book of tears. Every time you've cried, the number of tears that came down your cheek was recorded in heaven. Wow. Woo. Every time your heart was broken, our God told an angel to write it down. Every time you felt like you were not going to make it, an angel in heaven was recording your tears in heaven. Wow. And it says there is a book of works. Revelation chapter 20, verse 12. Also in Matthew 12, verse 35 through 37. It records everything you have done for the Lord. Did, listen, this is how crazy this is. You think, I don't even know how many people we need to keep this operating in a, in a service, about 40, 50, 40, 40 to 50 people a Sunday has to volunteer. Did you know every time you volunteer for the house of the Lord, you're not only helping us, but an angel of the Lord looks down and records your service. Woo. Did you know every time you helped somebody out in the streets, every time you fed the homeless, every time you helped that lady get across the street, guess what happened? An angel recorded it down. Whew. That's a reason to serve the Lord. And then there's the book of remembrance in Malachi chapter 3, 16 through 17. It appears to be a book of testimony. For those that shared their stories, for those that understood that we've been made to overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the words of our testimony. And whenever they shared their faith, they shared their story. Guess what? An angel was recording it down in heaven. Wow. 
And then there is the book, the Lamb's book of life. It's different from the book of life because the book of life is all about you. But the Lamb's book of life is about who made God a part of their life. This is where you want your name to be recorded. Whenever you, whenever you, you get yourself in that book, when you say, I believe in the lamb, I believe in the blood that he should. I just don't believe it, but I am living according to his word. I have salvation and I believe I've been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. You want your name in that book. That is, that, that's where you want your name at. And not only will books be there, but the word says that there is a great gathering that will happen from the four corners of the world. We used to sing the old song, there's going to be a meeting in the air, the sweet, sweet by. Y'all look at me like you know what I'm talking about. The meeting in the air from all the four corners of the world. There will be people there, all different languages, all different skin colors. They will no longer, you will no longer be able to see their, their color at that time. All nationalities will be represented. People that you thought were just Bible characters will be there. Like Moses. Some of y'all don't even think he's real. He's real. The three Hebrew boys, they'll be there. Daniel will be there. David will be there. Those people will be in that meeting. Martyrs. People that have been killed for their faith will be in that gathering. Babies that were never given a chance to breathe on this earth will be there. Ex-drug addicts that found Jesus. Praise God, they will be in that gathering. The prostitute that turned her life around and found Jesus. Praise God, she will be at that gathering. The young lady that was rescued from trafficking but found Jesus, guess what? She will be in that gathering in the sky. Prodigal sons and daughters that have been prayed into the kingdom by heartbroken parents, they will be in that gathering. Don't you want to go to heaven? The little lady that gave all she had, just her $2, she will be in that gathering. The widows that remain faithful, guess what? They will be in that gathering. Those that have passed before us, whose names were recorded in the Lamb's book of life. Guess what? They will be there. And I just want to warn you. Don't get there and say you didn't know. Because you better be ready. Because it's going to sound like a sound that you have never heard in your life. It will be a sound that you have never heard. Get ready. I don't want you to get there and be shell-shocked. I don't want you to get there and not be able to shout because the sound is different than you thought it was going to be. It will be a sound that you have never heard. Let me break it down. Those that complain about the lack of choirs in churches, I'm sorry to say you might be disappointed. The word says there will be a choir. But that's the, all, that, that's the best word they could come up because a bunch of people are going to be singing. You may be disappointed because guess what? It will not look or sound like a choir you have ever heard in your life. You think you're going to get there and you're going to be in the Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir. Nope. They will not be singing any Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir songs. 
They will not be singing anything from this earth. It will be a new song. It will be a song that your ears have never heard before. They will be singing in a language that you have never heard on this earth before. It will be of heaven. Don't you want to go? Those that don't like loud music, get ready. It's described as a roar. Get your earplugs ready. It says it's a roar. Those that don't like lights in church, get ready because the word says there will be flashes of lightning. It's going to be like a heavenly rave up in that place. A roar, flashes of lightning. The word says they will be singing hymns, but they will not be hymns of this earth. I hate to break it to you. There will be no redback or greenback hymnal in heaven. I know you think Meemaw's up there right now holding one. No, 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 no. She's not singing, now I come to the garden alone. She's not singing, I'll fly away because there's nowhere else to fly to. She's not singing about amazing grace. She's not singing page 180. Everybody will be happy over there. No, they, will, they are singing songs that have never been heard on earth. That's why whenever I hear people grapping and complaining about a band or a choir, I'm like, you just go ahead and have at it. As long as it's worship, I don't care because in heaven, you better get ready. It will look and sound nothing like this of earth. There will be no more choir rehearsals. The band will have to get together on Wednesday nights. There'll be no more tryouts. Why? Because as soon as you step into heaven, everyone becomes a full-time worshiper and you get a voice like an angel. You can hit notes that have never been heard on earth. There will be chords in heaven that have never been heard on earth. Don't you want to go? And guess what? There will be no mask up in heaven. Hmm. There will be no mask up in heaven. There will be nobody to make laws to say you can't sing with your mask on. No, no, no. None of that will not be in heaven. Don't you want to go to heaven? There will be no more social distancing in heaven. We will finally understand and capture the fullness of the verse that says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. And you will be able to run up to the Father. Don't you want to go to heaven? Thank you for listening to the Legacy Church podcast. For more information, visit LegacyChurchRome.org.